People say there are two great days in a person's life, the day you were born and the day you discover why. This is Abram Gomez and welcome to the Abram Gomez podcast. And in this episode, I'm going to speak to you on the topic and theme, do you know you? And I primarily want to discuss the law of awareness. Did you know that awareness is one of the greatest gifts that you can give yourself? When we become self-aware or increase our self-awareness, we can truly begin to manifest who we are. Did you know that many people will live their whole life and they'll learn about a lot of things about life. And sometimes we even learn more about other people's life, about their profile, about their status, about their ways. But oftentimes there are many people out there that even though they learn about others, they really never take the time to learn about themselves. And so that begs the question that we must ask ourselves, do you know you? You know, self-awareness wasn't always part of my mental vocabulary. I didn't really have a, a crisp, clear understanding of who I, I was. I didn't really have that. Honestly, When I gave my life to Jesus at the age of 19, that's when clarity began to enter into my spirit and into my mind. And even then, it was still somewhat cloudy. It's taken years to really unpack the the gift of potential, the gift of how God has made me to be. And maybe you're listening to this episode and and you might have uh, somewhat of an understanding of who you are. Or maybe you're trying to dig just a bit deeper on on you. And, and maybe this is the season. And then I'm not saying to, to be selfish, but I'm saying this might be the season to really dig on the inside, to really become more self-aware of your strengths, your passion, and your calling. You know, there's a quote, it's one of my favorites, and it says this, your visions will become clear only when you can look into your own heart. Who looks outside dreams. Who looks inside awakens. See, it's one thing to pay attention to everything going on on the outside, and rightly so. Life is happening right now around you. Some of you are listening to this on your way to work. Others are are listening to this right before going to bed, going to sleep. Or maybe it's early in the morning and you just wanted to hear some motivational material. The thing is, is this, is that life is happening around you right now. But the question is, what's happening on the inside of you? Or what has been happening on the inside of you? You know, there's another quote that says, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. See, I think that's why it's so important for us to take time to do some self-discovery so that we can discover who we are. Now, I will even say this because I am a Christian and because I am a pastor and those of you listening that are of similar faith, I would even say this, that self-awareness is even a part of our salvation experience. And let me explain to you what I mean. I'm not saying that our salvation is self-reliant. That's not what I'm saying. Jesus came to this world 
to die for my sins, to die for your sins. And when I place my faith and trust and hope in Jesus, when I confess him as my personal savior, according to Romans chapter 10, then then I am saved. All who look to Jesus can be saved. This, This is a promise for me. This is a promise for you. So what I'm saying is that that salvation included some self-awareness. And here's what I mean by that. It wasn't until I became aware of my sin and depravity did I realize my need for a Savior and salvation. See, when I became self-aware that I was distant and far from God, when I became aware of my sin and how it separated me from God, that's what led me to an understanding that I needed a Savior. For those of you that are of the faith, even in John chapter 3, Nicodemus goes to Jesus at night to have a conversation with him. Nicodemus was a Pharisee who understood the law. He he had some teaching behind him. As a matter of fact, he is one one of uh, three Pharisees, I believe, that, that are mentioned in Scripture Paul and Gamaliel being the other two that are mentioned by name. And and Nicodemus goes to Jesus at night, kind of wanting to hide himself from his his clique and his crew. And he goes to Jesus to engage in a dialogue about how a man can be born again. Now, I think that the reason, one of the reasons why Nicodemus went to go talk to Jesus was because Nicodemus was listening to his teachings or heard about his teachings and, and all of a sudden, an awareness began to, to click inside his heart. And he had more questions. Because sometimes self-awareness will lead to more questioning. And that's really one of the keys to unpacking what's inside of you. It, it's really this. I'll go on to even add this about, about faith. And really, this applies to anybody. In order to discover your destiny or in order, or in order to discover your calling, there has to be a level of self-awareness taking place. Now, one of my phrases and sayings that I always say is that you cannot develop what you haven't discovered. What I mean by that is you cannot develop your gifts if you haven't discovered your gifts. You cannot develop who you're becoming if you haven't discovered who you are. And so self-awareness is a great gift. It's one of the greatest gifts that you can give yourself. Again, for my faith, not saying that I'm relying or that I am sufficient alone. Christ is sufficient. What I'm saying, though, is that as I discover myself, I can discover more of the way my creator has created me and more of the purpose that has been pre-deposited within my life. And as I have become more self-aware in my journey, and this is, this is an encouragement to you, that as you become more self-aware, you can discover things about you and you can be, become confident in the way your creator has designed you to be. You know, when I look through scripture, of course, I'm a student of God's word. There, there are many characters in scripture that wrestled with their identity and wrestled with themselves. From Jacob to Moses, Moses wrestled with himself. And when God called him out of a burning bush, he called him by name. And one of of God's 
biggest, I believe, one of God's biggest drives in that conversation as we see it from an audience standpoint, as Moses is is having a conversation with God in Exodus chapter 3, as we see that conversation unfold, Moses keeps focusing on his inadequacies. He's not a man of, of eloquent speech. He doesn't feel that he's able to fulfill what God is asking him to do. And yet God is, is not so much convincing, but God is, is encouraging and exhorting Moses to go back to Egypt to be the deliverer that God has already created him to be. What Moses, what needed to happen in Moses' life was self-awareness. Moses needed to understand who he was in God. And a lot of times we may go through certain job situations. We may go through certain relationships. We may go through certain circumstances that are temporary, mind you, to help us unpack not just the world around us, but really the world that's within us. The world of personality, the world of temperament, the world of strengths and passions. Sometimes it takes you finding out what you don't like in order to discover what you do like. Sometimes it takes you working at a at maybe what seems to be, quote unquote, a dead-end job or a career that's not going anywhere for you to really look within yourself to try to identify what is it you want to do with your life. I, I believe, listen, and let me encourage you, I believe that nothing is wasted in God's purpose over our life. Now, maybe he didn't intend everything that has happened to us to happen to us, but God has a way of using everything in our life to serve a a greater good for our purpose and destiny. And so I I really want to encourage you with the question, do you know you? Have you discovered you? Or have you been so focused on knowing other people that you really haven't taken time to spend with you. Now, as always, I want to give you a couple of practical steps, things that you can write down, things that you can ponder, things that you can kind of, kind of just let, uh, just kind of let it sit inside your spirit, let it, let it just kind of percolate within you. But I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you some things to think about. Now, I don't really have a number like I normally do. Here are three things or four things, but I'm going to give you a few things. How about that? A few things that can kind of help you organize your thoughts, some practical things that can help you discover you. And here they are. Number one, take a gift test. Take some type of gift test. Now, there's a a lot of gift tests that you can take. There's uh, for those of you of the Christian faith, there is a Discover Your Spiritual Gifts by Peter Wagner. That's a book. You can look at it online. Uh, there's also free spiritual gift tests that you can take. I'm sure if you go to Google or your favorite search engine. At our church, one thing that we do with anyone that joins our, our leadership team is we have them take a spiritual gift test so that we can know some of their core gifts, but also so that they can know their core gifts. And so this is a great way uh, for those of you that are of Christian faith. Now, now listen, I, there may be people who are of no faith, and, and I would encourage you 
to, to discover who you are. You know, there's also a book that can help you, and it's Strengths Finders 2.0. Now, I'm going to tell you, as I, as I shared with you on a, on a recent podcast, as I began my journey of personal development and growth in 2012, one of the first things that I did was I took spiritual gift tests, and I also read Strengths, uh, Strengths Finder 2.0. And I began to discover what my strengths were and are. Because as I discovered them, I knew that I could develop them. Remember, you cannot develop what you haven't discovered. There's also a Now Discover Your Strengths book that you can search on Amazon, on Google. There's DISC test, D-I-S-C, test that you can take. Now you have to, you might have to pay a fee, but you can you can take a DISC personality test. There's an SOI test that you can take. I mean, there are different te- there are different tests that you can take. Again, if you just use the Google search engine, you can you can just search strengths finders tests. You can search spiritual gift tests, and it can help you out. Now, I'm not saying that this is the the place where you'll fully discover who you are, but I'm telling you, it can point you in the right direction. It can give you somewhat of a clue. I just had a couple of people that. Are that have taken a mastermind group with me recently, and they testified how after I shared with them about about the law of awareness and how they took some of these gift tests, it really gave them clarity on their gifts. They had never done that before, and it helped them to see again some of the pre packaging, some of the the pre design of who they are. Again, number one, take a gift test. Number two, this is something very practical that that everyone listening to this episode, you can do right now. And here it is. Ask the the five closest people that know you to give give you three words that describe you and your strengths. Just ask the five closest people around you that know you and tell them, tell each and every one of them to describe you or to describe your top three strengths. And to tell you, see, sometimes we have a perspective of what our strengths are, but sometimes it's good to ask those around you, hey, what do you think my strengths are? Give me what you think my top three strengths are or or describe me in three words and see what they tell you and see if you see any patterns in what they're describing to you. I've done this before. I've done this in different seasons of my life to see if there's Uh, evolution of my strengths taking place to see if there's a refining of who I'm becoming. See, even I I like what Jesus did with his disciples one time. Now, now Jesus knew who he was. (laughs) Jesus knew that he was the son of God and Jesus knew his assignment. He knew his task. He was very clear on who he was. But I like what he did with the disciples one time. He asked them a question in Matthew's gospel and he said this. He goes, who do men say that I am? In other words, he wanted to kind of get a general perception of what people were saying. Not for his sake, but he was going somewhere with it. And then he asked his disciples, who do you say that I am? He wanted to see where their perspective was. Not only for him, he already knew who he was, but he was doing it more for them. Because I'm a believer that as you discover God, as you, as you discover Christ, you discover you because the Bible teaches our life is hidden in Christ. Here's number three. Spend some time reflecting. 
just take some time to think. Maybe after, after you've taken a strengths finders test or spiritual gift test, or maybe after you've gotten some of the feedback from those who know you the best, kind of spend some time thinking about that. Think about who you are. Think about your strengths. Spend some time in reflection so that you can allow yourself to dig to discover who you are. Now, number four, I'm going to give you this, and it's this. Pay attention to these things, okay? Pay attention to these things. And under number four, here are four questions to ask yourself. Pay attention to these four things. Here they are. Are you ready? Here they are. A, what bores you? B, what burdens you? C, what bothers you? And D, what blesses you? Now, that's not a full list and that's going to really give you just a complete 10-page report of who you are, but I tell you what it will do. It will ask you questions that you can answer so that you can see with your own eyes as you write or as you type some of your own responses. Again, A, what bores you? You, you know, the, not everything that excites people will excite you. So you got to ask yourself, what bores you? For me, I mean, there's things that bore me. Uh, now, there's things that don't bore me. I am not bored by sitting in a room full of books and journals and pens. I am not bored by that. That, that to me, that excites me. But to some people listening to this episode, that sounds boring to you. And that's okay. You're wired differently. There are others of you. That sounds pretty exciting. I once asked some people a question, and I'll ask you this. If you, if you were placed in a room by yourself, okay, and you were given a white canvas, right, in this room, and, and you could make it what you wanted it to be, what would you take with you in the room? Now, for me, I would take books and and, and writing instruments and, and journals and, and things of that nature, you know, uh, for maybe musicians, those that are listening that love music, you might take instruments or you might take studio equipment. For those of you who are artists, you might take colors and canvases. And, and again, the list goes on and on and on based on what excites you. But see, a good question to kind of probe that, what bores you? Another one, what burdens you? Are there things around you that you see that just give you a burden? You know what burdens me? When, when, when a person is not reaching their potential and they're not developing themselves. That burdens me. But see, out of that burden, that's, that leads me to do the things that I do. That's why I love to see people developing themselves. That's why I love to see people reach their potential in leadership. What bothers you see? This tells you a little bit about your personal temperament. Disorganization bothers me. It just bothers me. I don't like things around me to be disorganized. There are certain things that bother you. And then, of course, what blesses you. I'm blessed when I see leaders raised up. That blesses me. For the kingdom and in ministry, I, I'm blessed by that. I'm blessed when I see people get it especially when they just start understanding that they have more control over their potential than they realized. So just a quick recap. Number one, take a gift test. 
Number two, ask five close people around you to give you three words to describe you or describe your top three strengths. Number three, spend some time reflecting. Think about some of those responses. And number four, pay attention to the four questions. What bores you? What burdens you? What bothers you? And what blesses you? And if you do some of these practical things, it might be an introduction for you to discover who you are. Because the question again is this, do you know you? Thanks for listening to this episode. My name is Abram Gomez. And remember, you are your greatest investment and you are your greatest investor. Until next time, we'll talk soon. Thank you.